0: Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass.
1: Finally. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast.
0: Welcome everybody back to the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. It's one of the busiest weeks on our show. It's he, And our guest today is also very busy uh, breakout guy everywhere he goes on the UK Independence scene at the moment. I've had the pleasure of seeing him in action in Jurassic and Ignite. And again, I'll be seeing him in Jurassic and Ignite very soon. Uh, it's Jackson Hart or Joel Jackson in this case. Joel, good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Uh, have, you co- have you actually come down from
1: the very high temperatures that we've been having at the moment? I have, I have. I'm um, relaxed, nice temperature. I've got my two bottles of Highland Spring, keeping hydrated. Um, other waters are available
0: from other good shops as
1: well. Other waters are also available from all good shops now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I've got. I also got a brand of drink. Other brands are available uh, from the shop that um, <laughs> <laughs> you can buy um nice. Bill, thanks for uh, taking your time out today it's a busy schedule you're a busy man doing a lot of wrestling uh we're gonna touch on to that a bit oh well we'll touch on to how busy we are a bit later on when we get to plug our, our bits and pieces first off um for the people that don't know you how did you get into this crazy world of wrestling that we live in what was it what was it that first when you first sat there watching it and you're like this is fun and then how did you end up getting into it from a training perspective as well <clears throat>
1: nice um for me um i just it was something that i'd always watched when i was little like my brothers watched it my dad my dad is a very like unspoken uh wrestling fan my dad's a huge obviously everyone used to watch world of sport on saturday that was part of like british culture in a way whatever um and my dad liked wrestlers like my dad was a big fan of uh, rockable rocco um he really liked um Dynamite my kid as well So he was always into wrestling. And then when I was little, I remember watching my first good few memories are of Shawn Michaels stood in front of the TV. Obviously like, yeah. Yeah. And I used to throw that up. I used to throw the socket and everything. And I was like probably three, four years old. Um, Yeah. And I suppose that for me, it was just a case of I was always a fan. I religiously watched it. It's one of the few passions I have in life, that and say like comic books. Um, And I just, I got to a point in my life where I was like, either I'm gonna, either I'm gonna be a fan of this my whole life, and people, I'm gonna have the awkward conversation with people like, oh, you still like wrestling, even though like, you know, it's not, real. and then I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> or I could try and do it, or get, get involved in it somehow, and then, like, that kind of makes me feel a bit better about it, um, and then, yeah, uh, I ended up training, I started off, training in a couple places in London I did a, a beginner's thing with uh, knuckle locks I did a few bits down at London School at Lucha Libra which I don't think run anymore but I think they kind of they've rebranded and stuff um I took a lot of time off because uh, I thought I had some injuries and etc um and then I really kind of got up and going and properly started again um where I really started heading towards like doing shows in 2019 um which was with obviously UBW yeah and um a little bit of time went on, and here we are.
0: Here you are today, very successful and very much doing some good stuff. I will tell you that I did, uh, amazingly. I might not look it. I did train for about a month uh, to try when I was eighteen. Uh, so my 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 wrestling things started in about 80, 88. So we first got Sky when it first come out, and it was on telly. So it was Hogan, yeah, Shader, Savage. Um, and people like that, then obviously t- Undertaker and stuff. And and sure, Michael's when he was the Rockers at that point, I, I would say, more so. so I, before he started uh, telling everyone to suck it and throwing his little hat, throwing that pose, uh, he was part of the Rockers. Um, I went to Drop Kicks for about a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, over in, uh, in Essex. Um, I learned very quickly and very painfully that it definitely wasn't, I would, definitely would never be able to get involved from a ring aspect. Not because I wasn't athletic enough, it just, it, it hurts. And I yeah. think that that's the thing that everyone always, because they'll always throw up that whole thing that is fake and stuff like that. And it's just like, man, you don't like, you just don't know. <laughs> it's the
1: impact. And I, I'm always, sorry, as uh, to carry off. Sorry. I'm always, I'm so passionate about this as well. I'm like a typical wrestler. I'm like, what do you mean it's fake? But like, for me, whenever I speak to like, I don't know, someone who's like super interested in Emma, because a lot of people, I think we're still kind of in a way of like, yes, us wrestling fans, our community, we all know exactly what it is. And, yes, there's 80,000, um, you know, stadiums getting sold out from, from a company that's not WWE and et cetera. However, like, I'll still have general conversations with general people, like, let's say casuals. Um, they'll be like, oh, so, like, when you do it, like, are they trying to tap you out? Are they trying to, like, break your nose? Like, is it, like, MMA or something? I'm like, well, no, it's not, and I explain that. But I say how, like, the impact, though, even though whether, you know, it's rehearsed or predetermined or whatever, the impact is so real. Like you yeah. cannot fake falling off a ladder. No. Nope. <laughs> and I'll always explain that ring is not a trampoline. Like Absolutely. it is steel, yeah, wood, and a little little kind of judo-ish mat and maybe yeah. a bit of like that type of stuff on the top. That's it. Like
0: yeah, I it think hurts. that um I when I first started going so I I was I was always w, I mean, I went to five WrestleManias, I've done all of that WWE stuff. Oh. I've met People like Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and people are like the, the yeah. ring, the ring thing is so different. Like, I obviously, when I come to Jurassic and come to Ignite, it's our good friend Brett. Uh, this is his ring, uh, yeah, yeah. And when you get dropped on that, the noise impact is like ridiculous compared to like, and I'm not saying that WWE rings more protected, it's just, I suppose, when you when you're in a stadium compared to when you're in a an arena hall. or hall yeah. or something like that it, it makes yeah. such different noise and I think the last show we was that which was Ignite actually it was Buckle Up it was our show no it wasn't it was Jurassic a couple not too long ago we was at Jurassic <laughs> and the noise it was making it was just making me cringe at any move just because it sounded as you say it's literally on a bit of wood Ooh. and uh, the impact of mean, you're getting fr- also when you get thrown around by a guy that weighs 300 pounds you can protect yourself so you don't get injured
1: but you're yeah. still going to get hurt right yeah you can't, you, what can you do about that? Like, that's the thing. I'll always explain that to people as well. Like, if someone throws me above their head and they're six foot, I'm probably going to hit at least eight feet or yeah. nine feet of air because of, like, my size and their yeah. size. We're working together. It's an act. Like, but when I come down from that height, <laughs> I, mean, I can't really, I can't really, there's no, no way I can fake that. Do you know what I mean? No. So.
0: That's why I always think frog splashes off that. When you see, like, people like Montez mm. Ford nowadays, the height that he gets when he gets... <laughs> And he like you know it's winded. As soon as he hits you, he's winded. And you're and the burn's probably taken it, probably ain't much better off. <laughs> he's...
1: The level of height you he guess is crazy, man.
0: Absolutely unreal. Um, for people that don't know you have never seen you compete, what's your style of wrestling? How would you say would you incorporate your style into the business? What would you do? My
1: style. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm staying hydrated. Uh... See, please do. <laughs> um my style, I would say it's it's a very quite typical cruiserweight style. Um and not to the me my style but corn it typical, but I think it is I am not the biggest man in the world. Um so you know for me, I think, so we're not don't don't start criticizing the height, man.
0: You're about my height. We're fine. We're,
1: we're in this together. Sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. kings. Shore yeah, kings. That's it. We're in this together. Um but yeah, like yeah, it's it's that usual cruiserweight style because I think. I think also the expectation, at least this is kind of my belief as a fan, uh, uh, so much away from like how I actually want to wrestle. is like, I think how people will see me when I come out on a presentation scale or as a fan scale, that's what they want to see. I don't think they want to see a guy of my size, you know, like, doing like loads of like heavy shots and stuff and like yes I can incorporate that in there and you can incorporate like using your strength and stuff because that's spectacle but it's very much that athletic cruiserweight high flying style um, and I really enjoy that as well like it's a lot of fun like I, lo- I like jumping from things that are very high up like if I'm on a show and I see that there's a balcony that I can jump from I'm always kind of like I need to talk about that (laughs) because that's just me. Like, that's in there. I'll never get away from that. Um, You
0: you grew up in the Jeff Hardy era, so I'm not surprised that you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that guy has affected a lot of lives, (laughs) (laughs) including his own. Um, yeah inclusion here
0: so. what I would say though uh, Joel, Joel you did mention about you sort of said about you know people would look at you and think they'd want to see that high flying ball but for a cruiserweight you do have a bulk to you which is Ooh. more to do so with the gym and we'll touch on the gym in a minute I there you go the, the guns are out well the guns are nearly out uh, there you go <laughs> nearly
1: nearly you
0: are, you are as I say I would I would have had you, and, and this, I suppose, if I had never seen you wrestle, because I know you're a lucha, I've seen you wrestle, I would put you more in like a Chad Gable, Kurt Angle type of mould because you've got you've got that lucha libre, but you've also got that, you, you could also hit a high impact, hard impact mood because of the fact that you mm. train so hard. So that's where I would put you in. Um <laughs> maybe compliment made this an insult, I do Yeah, thank you, man. Chad
1: Gable, like, oh, that's uh, it, like,
0: yeah. Don't even get me started on Chad Gable. If you've listened to the podcast enough, you know. Crazy.
1: I love <laughs> I, I Sorry, I'm deviating, but I love Chad Gable. I've yeah. always liked his stuff. From, like, NXT, Alpha America, Jason Jordan era. Like, um, yeah. So now, seeing what he's doing with WoW, amazing. Uh, and I hope he gets the belt. Sorry for deviating, but... No, I'm no,
0: I, I agree. I, I just want it to be an Iron Man, like a 30-minute just... Go. Like, they could kill that, yeah. No, Damn, that's no. crazy. yeah. I would definitely. We have deviated, but it's fine because I, I can talk Gable and Walter, for example, or Gunter, wherever you want to yeah,
1: Walter, Gunner, I, don't,
0: yeah. I don't fancy taking one of these chops, though.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't, you wouldn't in my
0: heart, it would probably cave it in. <laughs> oh,
1: bro, some of the chops he froze
0: exactly they very, very, very he's also quite an impact guy but he's also dropped a bit of weight you know he was quite stockier when he came in but he's now more of a, a, a youth.
1: Oh, 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 sorry as so well i remember seeing him at progress um i think he was working trent seven in a title versus title match something something like that i think it was and it was crazy crowd was crazy Alexandra palace is always electric yeah. beautiful venue beautiful crowd like beautiful match and then literally <clears throat> Like he would, he, 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 like to me, I always liked his presentation and look because I, I kind of look at Gunther, but obviously his well But then, mm-hmm. he would fit in any era. Like he, yeah. you could put him anywhere. You could put him in like the 1960s, 70s, like with all of those guys. And like, so you could put him in the 80s, 90s but... So, um, but he was a lot, lot bigger, a lot, yeah. lot bigger. So he's really trimmed down, like he's like he's really super ripped up now. So yep.
0: yeah, I don't think it will be long before he's holding a different title in the WWE. Alone. Yeah, same, one hundred percent. Think yeah. Let's talk Jim because obviously, like I said, you, you, you are you work out, you do a lot of work. There's no doubt about that. You look great. There you go. There they are. Don't look. 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 at mine. Look. No, yes.
1: <laughs> Let's go. Let's go,
0: yeah. <laughs> mate. I wish. Sport um, Kings. We are. Sure, yes. Key, We I can go with that. Um, but you do do a lot of work, and you look after yourself very well. You, it's clear to see uh, you, when you come out the, the presentation of you. Like I said, it does That's look right. a, more so a, a, a gable an angle more than, than a cruiseway In terms of your workouts and what you do, do they deviate if say, or, or does your diet deviate if say, for example, it's it's match week? For example, you've got a couple of matches or one or two matches or whatever. Do they? Does things deviate depending on what you're doing? <clears throat>
1: yes um because for me like for a while now i've been trying to bulk um which is really really hard and for me it's eating a lot of food and it's dieting um but wrestling is an insecure business um in the sense of what i mean by that it's like this is so cosmetic like this is the most cosmetic thing you could do short of like bodybuilding um and obviously that's that's insane but um like I mean, you're topless in front of strangers, like all the time. Yes. So, and it's and it's difficult. Like, say for me, um, it, it will deviate because even though I'm getting bulkier and I'm trying to look bigger, I'm trying to be more like muscular. I'm trying to be more physically and functionally strong as well in terms of my training, in terms of like lifting the guys I wrestle with and throwing them. But as I get closer to like a show day, and I like, if I look at me and I don't feel like i I've, I've got enough abs. I will get a bit like funny about that. So then I'll go on like a little bit, even though I'm trying to still bulk, I'll try and go on like a a very, very mini cut for that week of like just quickly shedding something here. So that abs just come in more and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. Do you also have to work? Obviously it's it's a fitness thing as well, isn't it? It's not Mm. going to be in there 20 minutes. You've got to be able to Mm. not blow up. I mean, we've seen it in the past. I remember, I remember big show telling a story once where, he said to Undertaker that he was going to blow him up, and within two minutes, Undertaker had him had him, had him on the ropes, literally blowing up because he'd hit him so many times, and he was just weren't ready for it. So, do you finally have to deep the fitness has to creep up a bit more? Is it like a steady rain yeah. of cardio as you go along?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm very naturally blessed, um, and I think I get it from my old man because he's a natural, crazy genetic athlete. Like just guy could do anything, but like. I've always had a very good consistent constant rate of cardio like whenever I was in school all throughout all, all throughout that all throughout my, my my life when I was in my nineteen twenties, I could get I mean like when I was in my 20s and stuff like I could go out binge drinking for like two two whole days like heavy heavy and I'd wake up and a lot of the time to like make myself feel better when you're on a however i would just run but yeah. i'd go for a run and i could easily end up running 15 miles and i'd just pound that out and and i still do that quite often sometimes i don't do it as much now because there's really no need and i don't really know why i did that um but, <laughs> but like i'm very very lucky and blessed my natural like constant rate of cardio and endurance is quite high anyway naturally like um but yeah i i i, I do incorporate a lot of explosive stuff i don't i don't focus so much right right now on kind of high level Levels of um, like hit, just because mm. if I was to do too much of that, I would shed loads of weight, um, <laughs> and I would I'd lose like everything I built. But I do uh, I do a lot of explosive movement and cardio, and incorporate that because um, I think that's kind of a nice way of doing it, like circuits and rounds and things like that, because that's also very, very to me at least, closely simulates like what we actually do in a ring.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it does make sense. To be fair, isn't it? Uh, mm. It's just like it's interesting coming because obviously. we're a natural bodybuilder you do a lot of bodybuilding and you do keep yourself in that shape so I was interested to find out about the diet side of things as well so does that come in, does that change again, does it change near enough a show time or is it just lean stuff And or do you, what do you create for example, like bad stuff, bad shit right, (laughs) oh man
1: to be honest, I'm on a dirty bulk at the minute so I'm quite good but I, when uh, do you know, the I'll talk about say maybe before my bulk because that's a better example Mm. before I was bulking, I was quite crazy on my diet like and even now like to be honest throughout the week i i really literally eat, it's boring to listen to but i literally only eat chicken and rice really or maybe salmon and rice or maybe salmon and mash and like some veg like i'm really that's literally all i'm eating. when you
0: had a uh, uh, what was it nando's the
1: other day yeah you know? <laughs> i love nando's nando's is great man like i think nando's is wicked it's high levels of protein taste yeah. good but um yeah for me like it's, i'll eat that three four times a day have some shakes and stuff like it's very it's quite boring um but yeah like certainly when i was trying to be when i was trying to be super cut like super diamond waterproof like cut uh, I, I i was really really dying i was doing crazy i was running like like i say like it could be anywhere between three to like eight miles quite, quite often at least once a week i'd be Yeah, literally very, very low carb. I'd still have chicken and rice, but very, very low amount of rice and stuff. Lots and lots of veg as well. Lots of high protein. Um, I would have, there was periods, I remember I went like eight to 12 weeks. I was coming up, it was my first few shows and I was really insecure about having like really diamond cut abs. And I don't think I had any sugary drink, any sweet, any crisp, any kind of like bread, anything for like six to 12 weeks. And then as soon as that period ended, I think it was roughly like maybe just over two months uh, or just about two two months. As soon as that period ended, I had a pillage like that week. I was just, like, I needed like chocolate back. So mm-hmm. I just had to like eat like loads of, loads of milk trays and stuff.
0: But... <laughs> milk tray. Uh, P- pizza is another favorite of people. That I
1: pizza. Know. I love pizza. Pizza. They're so yeah,
0: pretty cool. We're going to break off and play a little game now before we get, get into a bit more about uh, Jurassic and Ignite. Um, it's called a word association, it's quite simple. I'm going to nice. throw a name of a wrestler at you. You are going to tell us the first word, word phrase. I'll, I'll, I'll do it as well, just for shits and giggles. Uh, I'll, I'll play it as well. Uh, first name I'm going to throw at you. Funny enough, you mentioned him was uh, Shawn Michaels. Greatest. Greatest. I'm going to. Um, well, I'm going to be a bit and say uh, Jekyll and Hyde. If you, when he was. Uh, oh, in- interesting. He was. He obviously is a lot. Obviously nowadays he sounds as if he's the. You know, he's a now he's you know born again. Oh, Nothing like that. But uh, before that, he was very much a. Right well, from what you hear, anyway, I've <laughs> never been there. I've only I've been I've, nice. I've only had anything but pleasant experiences with him. But uh, yeah. but, but we know. Uh, Eric Bischoff. <clears throat> you remember Bischoff? You, do you remember him, Eric Bischoff? It-
1: intelligent i would
0: say yeah i'm i'm meeting him in two weeks so i i need to be very good here in case he listens no he he had uh he he was very um i would say instrumental because he was instrumental Mm, that's a better one one. Mm. uh he he very very close to winning that uh war i don't know what would have happened to wrestling if it had happened but um he did uh and i certainly look forward to seeing him in a couple of weeks so eric if you do watch this i'm looking forward to seeing you and uh, please come on the show uh, <laughs> cheap plug. Uh, <laughs> Triple H.
1: Oh, there's so many pioneer. I'm going to use the word,
0: and there's a story behind it. I'm going to use the word arms because we have a picture, and I'll, I'll, I'll find it and I'll show you when we're at show next time we're at show together. Me and Triple H are literally having a picture, kind of doing an arm wrestle pose. Nice. Um, Abs- and this is when he had long hair. So this was WrestleMania 27, I want to say. So first, first match with the under. Oh, well, second match technically with the Undertaker. He had one previously that they don't talk. Mm. about. But uh, okay. we had an arm pose, pretty much like a test of strength. And uh, the arm, the arm difference is a joke. So I'm going to say uh, arms in that one. Uh, John Cena. Oh.
1: I'd say superstar. Superstar.
0: I'm like, going to, again, I'm going to say, God, uh, I'm going to say, Um, I'll say one word. And again, it's again, there's a story behind it. And, and it's Tottenham. And bye. I, I hated Cena. I, I know, <laughs> let me phrase that. I didn't hate him. I hated the fact that he was being every segment he was basically in at the time. And yeah. I, I support Tottenham. Um, unfortunately, maybe for some, but I did. Yeah, there you go. Look, there you go. Really? We, oh, yeah. um, and I went to, uh, it was Tottenham, Arsenal. We beat him 5-1. It was a cup game, something like that. And I was sitting in a stand and I, and I turned around and looked up and Cena was in, in the box above me. And that was, and then I met him again. I met him at WrestleMania 27 and I booed him as I walked up because I as a bit of fun, laughed with him. And he signed a Tottenham shirt. And that's how I say it from there. Oh, nice. Finn is also a Tottenham fan.
1: Best of oh people. yeah yeah i've seen that i have seen that somewhere i'm gonna uh aj styles <clears throat> cheap one but phenomenal i
0: i'm i'm gonna be a bit uh uh thinking on this i'm gonna say arrogant because he was when what? i met him so i now the <laughs> i don't like to mention these these three letters on on tell on this show uh one pw um mm. <laughs> we went i went to a show in hull um the many, many, this is when they were first before they went bankrupt the first time. Uh, yeah. And I was sitting in a cab. There was, it was the, uh, the village, I think it was the village inn hotel. My me and my friend were sitting there having this mint hot chocolate and this big white van turned up outside. And I joked to my man, I went, wouldn't that be funny if that had the wrestlers in it? And then out walked Abyss, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and a couple of others. And we, you yeah. know, we didn't bug them. We just got, we was going up in the lift. They were going up in the lift. We, we sort of acknowledged them. We didn't, you know, mo, you know, we didn't do what these fans do and ask for pictures and that. So we went to the show and we went, we went to the show and I walked up to AJ and I went, oh, hi AJ. I saw you at the hotel uh, and we were just talking. And I asked him a question and he went, I'm not going to do anything unless you buy my shirt. And I was just like, okay, well, you smug. Fuck. So I said, oh, cool, see you later. And I went and talked to Christopher Daniels, funnily enough, he was sitting not far away, but yeah, yeah. arrogant at that point. Probably not so much now.
1: But Yeah, yeah, you so wouldn't think he'd cool. be like that
0: to be fair. No, um, Jeff
1: Hardy. <clears throat> For me, childhood hero. I know that's not one word, but
0: no, you don't have to use a word. It can be a phrase or a sentence, so that's fine. Childhood hero. Um, I'm going to say the word Edge, and again, I always always say these things because there's a story behind it. Um, I have the Rated R belt, the Spinner belt that Re- right. came out when because uh, he beat Cena. I didn't like Edge until the f- time he beat Cena, uh, yeah. and then I then I loved him because everybody Then had
1: everyone it. loved it. <laughs>
0: Um, and it was my goal to get it signed by Edge, and it just didn't. I went to take it to WrestleMania. I didn't, and then he retired, so it wasn't gonna happen. I went to a show with Jeff that Jeff was doing autograph signing and I took the belt just because as you as a Mark fan, I was you take your belt where you go,
1: right? You take the belt, you've got to take the belt. You gotta take
0: the belt, right? You've got to take and the belt. Uh, I, I made a joke with him that he didn't find fun. I said, Oh, no, this you're never gonna win this and uh, yeah, he looked down he looked at me looked down at the belt and then just he signed it and, and he did smile but uh, he designed it but I did eventually the end of the story I did eventually get Edge to sign it it was at a comic yeah. it was a comic oh, nice. I never normally go to him and then he announced they I said like Adam, yeah and then they
1: said Adam Copeland was there and I'm like yeah I'm going <laughs> this is the show I, I have I have a really short funny story about Comic Con mm. I, I go quite often sometimes because yeah. I do like it not every year but I go when I can I went one year with my mum, because my mum loves sci-fi, yeah, like, she loves it, stuff. So, it's probably what I do, and I took her there, and, like, my mum was, like, really, she was really excited to see the Ewoks, oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she saw these Ewoks, she was like, yeah, so then I got, so there's a picture on my phone of my mum really happy with these Ewoks, so, there's my <laughs> Comic Con story, it's not quite as good as Edge in your belt, but that's no. my mom.
0: Anyway, it's good. It's good as fam, and the other one was RVD that signed it as well. He was there as well. Oh, go! Okay. And um, well, cool. um, last one uh, on this game, uh, we'll we'll move on to something else, and then we'll play another game. Uh, John Moxley. Oh. Aggressive. Yeah, Grant, I was going to say bleed, bl- blood. Uh, I'm not sure who gives more blood. I was going to gonna say bleeding, yeah, but I felt like... I was going to say, because I don't know who gives more blood, me or him, recently. I've uh, mm-hmm. I've I've had about 20 tubes of blood taken recently, so I don't know how close Moxley is to that. But uh, actually, there's one more, and I thought we... Neck I sw- neck. Yeah, neck and neck. I, mean, I think we had to do one more, just because he's been in the news a lot recently. Uh, CM Punk.
1: Oh, that's a tough one, man. Oh, there's so many. Um... For me, I just, it's kind of an obvious, but just controversial, man. Like, this guy is so controversial. Like, I, sorry, as well, I love seeing him fight. Like, watching him as a kid, he was my favourite. Even, even, when he come back, it was huge. Like, I, I rarely buy wrestling shirts. Like, I, it's not because I'm not a fan. It's just because, like, for me, I really have to feel quite moved, like, mm-hmm. to to do, like, and it's not because I'm cheap or anything either. It's just, like, quite often I'll be like, yeah, that's nice, Well. But like so straight away, I bought a punk shirt. I was like, "This is this is good stuff." And then, um, yeah, like even after the whole thing with the elite and stuff, he came back on TV and straight away had me reeled back in. I was like, "Yeah, I love this again." Like this is so, yeah. For me, yeah, it's kind of it, I kind of feel let down, but it's just he's just so he's just I don't know. He he'll always be a star. He'll always be one of the best, but he comes with all. The way he
0: is, so. yeah, definitely. I'm just going to say GTS. I'm just going to take my wrestling shirt off. No. <laughs> uh, my, my, my allegiance to Bullet Club, uh, um, <laughs> but Punk, no Punk, yeah, definitely go to sleep. Uh, I just no. think they're all childish fuckers, to be quite frank with you. That honestly, is childish. Yeah, the, the amount of money they could have made on, on that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's another story for another day. No. Let's talk back to you. Um, the last show I saw you at Ignite, your match changed. You were meant to be in another match, right?
1: Who, uh, me and
0: Ted Sapphire? Corey, was it Ted or Corey you were meant to be with? I can't remember. You got what you
1: oh, at Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I thought you said it
1: nice. I wrestled Spicer, Josh Spicer. I was supposed to wrestle Corey and Sapphire in a triple threat, but someone I can't remember exactly who, someone didn't show, didn't turn up, etc., something like that. So it worked out better that I think it was Spicer's opponent wasn't there. So then me and Spicer had a match. And I did what I always do, which is beat Josh Spicer. So. <laughs> I, did, I
0: did notice like, that. This morning I saw something that was like death me yeah. over Spicer.
1: <laughs> if, if Spicer sees this, I love Josh Spicer. Great guy, like good friend. I love wrestling him because I always win. <laughs> because I always win. He never wins. He never will. Ever. Well, like, not against never. you. I
0: mean, he did he did win a Buckle Up, which was my show, but he wasn't going against you, so we have to... Uh... That's,
1: bro, if, if it had been me at Buckle Up, he would have never won that match. He, he we, was... He's going to be in the same final as me for Ignite for the breakout. So, of course, he's not winning that, is he? If I'm in the match, of course not. He, yeah, can, he can never beat me, ever. Not till I'm... And even when I'm dying... Like even then, he couldn't beat me because my 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 was body would wake up at the coffin just to beat him and go back to sleep. Well, you can do
0: what Swerve Strickland stuff and have a bit of a hair hanging out of the coffin, like they did it uh, all in, and then you technically didn't. All like that. He should have said, "Come out, see, so technically didn't lose." Uh, but yeah, you, you don't right. you don't lose to Spicer. You always seem to beat him, and, But that day itself, how did that change? Obviously, you've worked with Josh Spicer a lot, so it probably <laughs> didn't change massively. But you're you're sort of going there thinking I've got Sapphire and Corey and Corey is very much a, a strong style mm. wrestler. That's how he wrestles. i would never seen Sapphire before up until then. I was very impressed with her mm. performance against Corey, but she was quite hard hitting as well. Mm. And then you go to, then you're going against someone that comes out to spice up your life. Uh, how does that, how does that change though? The <laughs> it's great. I love it. But way, so how did that change everything for you that day? Cause to say, you're going, you're going from two, Technically strong style guy oh, yeah. Well, to Josh Pyter, who you've wrestled a lot, but there's
1: still a mindset changes. They're not. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Because especially for Corey and Sapphire, like both um individually, like Corey, obviously, like you say, it's a lot of strong style. So I think our our styles would complement well, just because I'm a high flyer. He's a, he's like a. He he does quite a lot of athletic stuff, but he's yeah. like a hard hitter and stuff, so that matches up quite well. So there was stuff that I was watching, um, and and I do this quite regularly. Like you know, when it comes up to a match, I'll go and watch someone's stuff just so I can like put together my brain on 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 their stuff. Do you know what I mean? So like how I'd see this going with this, and you know maybe this to this, and etc. Um, and then same with sapphire i would watched uh, a few things of hers as well and like she's like crazy athletic and, and talented so i was thinking of ways of putting all of that together and had a few few different ideas on that but um yeah and, and then on the day obviously it changed yeah. um i guess if it was someone else i would have been really concerned um because i would have been like oh no how am i going to get ready for this opponent yeah but because it was spice like, or oh, something got this in the back but um Yeah, no, no, it it does definitely change your mindset because obviously you're kind of preparing for a match and a certain style of match and also a triple threat with two people that you kind of looked at their stuff. And then obviously now it's someone else, even if you do know the opponent, it's someone else that you wasn't quite preparing for. um, And, but... You have to, you have to, you have to roll with the punches, I guess.
0: Yeah, you do. That's the that is the uh, the life of uh, independent wrestling. Me and CJ will be touching on that, or uh, yeah, CJ be touching on that later on tonight. We we have a little bit of a story about that ourselves. Um, but you picked up the win, as you say, nevertheless. What is your um, feelings of the women going against the men? Because obviously we're seeing that more. You see it more in the independence now. WWE Rhea tries to get involved, but there's a point. Of which they stop, mm. you know, they don't get involved. But do you, do you see that? I saw a match at the weekend, uh, a Luna Blue against Connor Mills, and I'm thinking, mm. oh, my goodness me, because Connor Mills, I, I saw it, he was at Buckle Up, or I've seen him at Rev Pro, and he he doesn't hold back on his stuff. Yeah, but, um, yeah. he's very hard. But is that something that you, you don't mind? Do you mind that sort of stuff, and do you want to see it more or less in wrestling? How do you feel about it? It's it's difficult because it's
1: like I think it's down to the people yeah. involved if they want to do it because for me i guess sometimes i think structurally and organizationally and like professionally i i kind of like and 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 it's not just um like the women's division i think the same about tag and i think the same about heavyweight and cruiserweight and like whatever you put in the middle is like the mid card belt. i like division stuff that's just what i like personally as a fan plus if we're trying to replicate something real i think it makes sense um because that's what ufc does and that's what boxing does for example if you remove yourself out of that and we enjoy wrestling for the fun ride that it is and for the work how good one athlete is against the other um and who's going to be the best on the day um that absolutely it's, it's a great ride and, and it's and it's amazing to watch um and i've seen so many intergender matches that really slap um and like intergender tags and stuff like that um and yeah ultimately i think it's down to if the fans like it yeah. like if the fans enjoy it and the people who are doing it are enjoying it then it's working and then it's good i would say yeah, um, no, I yeah, I agree. I don't mind it. I am a fan of these. So I don't mind it
0: myself. But I do want to see showcase women showcase more uh, on shows. Yeah. They are. It's been a big bugbear of the of the team here, and we've been watching the stuff on the TV and always saying that they're oh they're, they're big on this, but they never really give them a, a storyline or a, or, a yeah. or a decent match. I mean, Rhea Ripley was main event is Raw. I saw that this morning. That was good to see. Um, but yeah, I wanted to see that a bit more, but on the indies, I always find that the women get the time they get this. They even get storylines. Yeah. Ref pros have a good storyline with, with the women going on as well. So yeah, I was oh. happy with that. Um, before, <clears throat> before we move on to your end goals and, and, uh, some promotional stuff for you and me, there's one more game. And this is just, this is a random wrestling game. I've been thinking as we've been going on a, a random wrestling questions, I can ask you, uh, and there's uh-huh. about five or six, um, And they're just questions and you just have to answer them with with whatever your answer will be so the first question would be if you can perform in any arena in the world what would it be and why
1: very simple answer but i'd probably say alexandra palace because it's um there's a sense there's a sentimental thing there so (laughs) i went to alexandra palace a few times uh like with family and stuff um to watch progress i've gone there a couple of times mm-hmm. so what usually to watch the strong style tournament um mm-hmm. and that i just always found that venue to be electric like the feel in the room was crazy the matches were crazy just everything about it that's probably one of the best wrestling events i ever went to like is is uh, some of those um like super strong styles i think i want to say it was um i want to say it was like 2018 but um, anyway, plus I, I like when I was young, and well, young girl. I spent a lot of time in Alexandra Palace in that area, going out drinking with my friends, and I worked there, um, and I worked at the bar there and stuff like that. So I remember one year I was working the bar. I just started a little bit of training, and I was uh, like serving the drinks, and I remember like Osprey, OJMO, Mam, uh, Mambo. Um, TK Cooper I can't remember everyone like Riddle, Walter, um, Trent, Tyler of Eight, all those guys were all there and I was like serving them drinks and stuff and you know because I was also staff I could walk around a fair bit anyway so I would like see them and I'd be like oh, hey how you doing and, so, and I just always thought oh this would be so cool that like I grew up I spent a lot of time there not grew up there but I spent a lot of time there personally and then I worked there. I worked the wrestling show of the wrestling thing that I love, and the business I'm now a part of. So, like the complete arc of that story would be to do something there, and that would be like that. That if I ever get to do that, that would be enough for me. I think.
0: I normally right. go to Alexander Palace to watch darts.
1: <laughs> oh really? Yeah.
0: In December. And you wouldn't believe the amount of people that dress up as wrestlers that go there as well. I, I don't. It would be easy for me. I would just have to grow a goatee and be Austin, but they, they would.
1: <laughs> that would be legendary. <laughs>
0: if you need time.
1: to sell at someone, just shout me. I'll come. Like
0: Yeah, come in. Yeah, we'd get kicked out, but it'd be it'd be brilliant to do it. You could, as long as you can sell it well. Yeah, I will. Of course.
1: Yeah, yeah of we'll,
0: course. Work, we'll work on that. Um, so, uh, so this kind of ties into the, the questions about your end goal and stuff, but it's part of this question as well. You get a call from NWA impact AW, WWE. Where are you going and why? Mm, oh it's a tough one man. Um,
1: I probably, won't be watching
0: this so you can say what you want.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I would probably say apart me want to say AEW because I think creatively yeah. that's going to feel better. Um, but also I do kind of like the more entertainment side and like the promo side and like things like that of like the wwe because i like aw and i think people clearly there get to do what they want um but for me the storylines aren't really that great over there i'll say wwe, WWE. Yeah.
0: so maybe nxt first and their main roster i suppose that's that's the US yeah version, right yeah 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 all right. So, and also to that question, in this case, we're going to choose WWE as you selected WWE. Uh, mm-hmm. Triple H comes up to you and says, "Right, WrestleMania, you've got a Fatal Four Way. You can choose your opponents, anyone you want, past or present. Who they're going to be?
1: <clears throat> oh, right now, mm-hmm. right now, and because it's in my mind, I would say Walter Gunther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say Gable as well." And then you want—I want to say someone like Rollins. Okay, yeah,
0: we can make a broomstick look good. Not that you're not—not not that you're bad. I'm just saying that Rollins could make a broomstick.
1: <laughs> I am now a broomstick. You're now a
0: broomstick. Yeah, a big broomstick, <laughs> but You're a broomstick.
1: Just because um, there's a lot of different elements in that match, and that would be yeah. cool storytelling-wise.
0: Yeah, no, that is good. There's two more questions, but they both form the part. They're kind of they're the same, but they're slightly different wording. So the first one is. What is your favorite wrestling theme
1: song? A- <laughs> it, it could very well be Dusty Rhodes' American Dream. Really? It right. could be. Because for me, it goes on like how it makes me feel and how, or or actually, okay, that second is probably Goldberg's theme. I can't lie, it's probably Goldberg.
0: Yeah, I, I you can understand. When I was growing up, it was like the Warrior. Because it was that whole
1: Yeah, it gets you pumped. pumped yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Goldberg. There's no one say what you want about Goldberg, say what you want. However, there's very, very few wrestlers who, when they make their entrance, made me take my shirt off. And do you know what I mean <laughs> Goldberg had me feeling like that. So I don't know. I think
0: it was more the theme form for me, but it was always triple H's that done it. The game. Mm -hmm. He's had banger themes. Incredible themes. Evolution was a brilliant theme as well. I have to. King of Kings is really good. King of Kings and Randy Orton's voice is the newer. I like. I prefer the newer version if you haven't heard it to the older one. And Mm. but uh, hopefully he'll be back soon with any luck. Um, But the Mm. second part of that question, and this could be where it doesn't have to be the same person, but in terms of entrance presentation, who was your favorite in terms of the present presentation of their entrance?
1: You had like the coolest entrance sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it's annoying because some of the ones I want to say aren't really yes, yeah, not they're not really good not not really good people. Um I, w- I to be honest, I probably would say Michaels in his day when he would have his special entrance of like yeah. The the glitter and stuff and like the the things that used to like the chain metal yeah. or like coming from the from the rafters and stuff like that and all of the, the get up. I love that. Or like even say like the twenty-five entrance. Yeah. That was that was insane. That,
0: I was there for that. That was when he come when he come down from heaven. Um and yeah. I actually was gonna say that the best entrance presentation for me was Undertaker. Because it was like sometimes it was a bit mundane because it was the same, but then when he used to have the used to get the pictures of the hands grabbing up, or he would come up from yeah, come out on a horse at survivor series like he did once. And funny enough, we we're talking to the Brooklyn brawler about that. Because I, I had Brooklyn Brawler uh Sunday, and we were talking about and he was like, You never beat the feeling of standing opposite and having him come out. Just just I mean, you obviously in the crowd, you're like going mad. He went, but he was like, we was talking off air about it, and he was like, You generally crap yourself because mm. it's like, Oh my god, you are actually going in against this guy. And it was quite mm. uh, it was quite interesting. I look, there's a lot of ones that have actually said that Cardona even said it. We had Cardona a month ago, and he was he was also uh. standing across the arena list when that goes off and just having him walk down as slow as he does. Mm. It's intimidating as hell, but uh, but uh, that's uh, that's my favorite one, <clears throat> right? <laughs> but um. So uh, kind of touched on sort of end goal. So if you, you know, where, what is your end goal? Are you looking to stay in England? Would you go to Japan? Would you go to the States? Do we want to do Rev Pro or Progress? Where, what is the end goal for you?
1: I'd say it's like a mixture of all of that. Like for me, for me, ultimately, there is nothing one thing that would like be the thing. It's it, it's more of like, there's just things I want to experience. Like, I want to go abroad. I want to travel international to do things. Um, I would love to go somewhere like Japan, I'd love to go somewhere like Mexico, I'd love to go to Europe, um, I'd love to go Canada, US, wrestle in those places. Um yeah, anything like a RevPro progress would be amazing. Um, yeah, I think it's just to go to the highest level that I can really do it and kind of see how far I could go. I think that's that's really the goals. There's no particular thing, there's no particular amount of money or brand or anything. Yes. It's more just kind of things it's more fulfillment than it is actually do you know what I mean than like an actual level of accomplishment or something yeah. um yeah I, I would I'd love to it's certainly international I'd love to do I'd love to I'd love to do something in Japan as well that's that would be that'd be as an experience as well not just for me as a wrestler but as an experience that'd be incredible so I'd say like all of all of the above mm-hmm. and hopefully wrestle you know big and en- names on bigger stages and all that type of stuff
0: have you got any british guys that you want to face
1: british yeah it, there's, it, yeah there's a ton um of like a higher higher level than me i'd say spike Treve. i'd love to wrestle um just obviously because he's spike trivet his mic work his in-ring work is absolutely insane one the like, the best hero in the country so, uh, and it, okay if he's not the best heel the only person or like i would say for me someone who's on that level or like the number one and two depending i think bullet's incredible i want to re- i want to i want to wrestle bullet a lot um i think he's just in again an incredible heel the story would be would tell itself yeah. um someone like a dan maloney again obviously I, he's elf in japan and doing crazy work there but way before he was doing that I always was like oh like the story would be great because I kind of look at things I don't really look at things for like oh this would be action-packed like yes like that that's a a cool thing but like I kind of go on like for me what would storyline be something that I think I could like sink my teeth into and and be like a a good story to put out there, or a good set of promos and a good match to put out there. Like, um, so I would say like those three guys are what stick out. Obviously, like you get your guys like Car and Awa and things like that as well that you'd obviously want to work. Um, Tyler Bate, just because he's a short guy and I'm a short guy, we're both in shape. Like he's probably stronger than me, but just to just to just to find out. Um, yeah, uh, off the top of my head, I'd say it's probably. It's probably it's probably those guys I think yeah, um,
0: Dan Maloney on Friday yeah our so, well, guys Dave he was, he was he was there he was wrestling in the Midlands on Friday mm. uh Dave met him uh so we are uh, I hopeful one day he'll be where you are right now and we'll be, we'll be talking to Maloney at some point mm. However, anyway. yeah. um but uh, as we start to wrap up now uh, Joel, um can you let people know your appearances where they can get any if you've got any merch and also, if you are available for bookings, how can promoters
1: get hold of you? Yes, thank you. So, um, upcoming appearances, like you say, we have got Jurassic, uh, October. Um, oh. I forget the date now. I want to say the 17th. October the 8th is the second anniversary. Eighth. That's that's my mistake, October the 8th. I think 7th, 15th is Sacrifice. That's why I'm thinking that. Uh, so, uh, that's upcoming as well. Yeah. Um, Later in this month, uh, on the 24th, I'm going to be at Coliseum as well, which will be really cool. Um, And there is another UBW show in about two weeks' time. Also, the date remisses me again because I'm bad with dates. um, uh, so that's my upcoming appearances, and then in terms of how you want to get a hold of me, obviously, so uh, social is probably the best way: Instagram, which is at Troublesome Heart, Facebook Jackson Hart, um, and yeah, if, if people want to um, get in touch for bookings and stuff, just drop me a DMs, uh, Facebook, Instagram, any of that stuff. We can, we I'm can, you sure know, if,
0: if you need a reference or anyone, we definitely say to book uh, Jackson; he's, he's a great wrestler. If we can get you at least one extra booking, we're doing our job well. So mm. hopefully, hopefully that one, I Thank need to use. Give- yeah, I need to reel off a couple of bits for us. Uh, a bit later on today, it's Tuesday. Uh, a bit later on tonight, we are talking all things Gold Rush with uh, CJ Carter, the the uh, the man behind Ignite Wrestling. Uh, our title is going to be defended on that show. It's Smashing Mike versus Jord Lydon versus Lance Rivera in, in a triple threat match. Uh, about apparently that's going on the main event. So that's uh, that's our title, our very Turnbuckle Championship will be crowned, and well, the first Turnbuckle Championship will be crowned. Corey McRae versus Gene Money as well for the Ignite Championship. Uh, Aluna Blue, Kira Chimera in a no DQ match uh, as well. Going on. There's another couple of matches on that card, but we'll let CJ uh, run through that with us later. Tomorrow on Wednesday, the 13th, we are talking uh, with a British wrestling legend in Doug Williams. Uh, so he will be coming on the show next uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're really looking forward to that. Obviously, we are going to be at gold rush ourselves on Sunday. So by all means, if, if you're in the area or you're coming to Ignite, there's less than, I believe, 30 tickets available. So get them come and say hello to us next week. Um, we are very glad to welcome uh, former WWE Tough Enough winner and hardcore champion Maven will be coming on our show next week uh, for a little chat. He's doing he's doing very well on his YouTube stuff uh, as well, so keep a look on that. We're going to be at Progress Wrestling uh, at the end of October. We're also going to be coming back to... Uh, sorry, yeah, Progress Wrestling at the end of October. We're going to be back at Rev Pro uh, very, very soon for those shows. We are also delighted to be going to Slam Masters October the 1st. My boys, uh, Beers and Beats Downs, Blanche and Dange, thank you so much for help, for getting that sorted out for us that so we can go and see those guys. We're very much looking forward to it. Um, we can't wait to go. There'll be our first trip to Slammasters. We can't wait to meet some of the Impact Wrestling guys before they come over and do their fantastic show. I'm sure it's gonna be uh, brilliant for those. And finally, one last quick one. Dave, thank you so much for attending Black Country Championship Wrestling. Uh, last week, you, as you say, you met Dan Maloney uh, as well, so we got our picture with bullet with one of the members of the Bullet Club, and sorry, last, last thing RCWA Wrestling in Rainham uh, again, we'll be coming to see you at the end of October for your Halloween special we can't wait for that uh, guys, this has been the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast, he has been Jackson Hart and I have been your host, Adam Cousins and until next time, everybody, buckle up, stay safe and goodbye
1: Hey, everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all
0: social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle.
1: Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.